We've got to stand up. Stand up, church. Get to your feet and let the goodness of God loose in the world around you. Rare back and let it fly. Come on, people. Stand up, church. Stand up in life. Stand up in your businesses and let your godly character shine. Some people seem to think that living their faith should be subtle. But you know, sometimes your subtle faith is so subtle, no one can ever tell that you practiced the love of God. Stand up in your conference meetings and be the people the Lord has called you to be. Stand up in court. Stand up in school. Stand up and live His name out loud. Stand up in your secret places and do the right thing because it's always the right time to do the right thing. We've got to get up off our pews, get up out of our indifferent places, get up from our leisure. Put that fishing pole down and let's get down to business with God. Get up and move out. Put on your get-her-done clothes and get her done. Stand up, church. Stand up, church. Get to your feet and let the righteousness of God loose in the world around you. Let's stop talking about the wonder-working power and go out from your safe places and do the wonder-working power. There indeed is a dark cloud on the horizon, impending darkness moving in the direction of the world and in the direction of the church. It looks like a dark sandstorm engulfing everything around it. The days of trial are near to our hand. Stand up, church. Stand up, church. The night is far spent and the day is at hand. Stand up, church. Get to your feet and walk the walk as never before. Be the people of God. Open your mouth in truth honesty, reconciliation. Augustine said, Truth is like a lion. You don't have to defend it. Let it loose and it will defend itself. Stand up, church. You've got to stand up. We can no longer allow ourselves to be complacent and indifferent to what's going on within us and around us. Too many people in the church have an attitude of It doesn't really matter what happens as long as it doesn't happen to them. That just can't be. That can't be allowed to stand. Polish your armor. Sharpen your word skills. Quit complaining about Jezebel being in your midst and simply quit holding hands with her. Ha! That's right. If you quit holding hands with Jezebel, she'll go away. Tell the world about the justice of God about the grace of God. Testify, oh, there's a good word. Testify of what you see and hear. Testify, testify of his goodness. Stand up, church. Stand up, church. Get to your feet. Position yourselves before the living God and be determined to dance the dance of righteousness. Get up, come on, get up. 
Wake up, we've got to stand up. It's time to wake up, so get up from your beds. Stand up, church, stand up. Get to your feet and move out. Hang with me and I'll be right back. Social Porter with Cletus Iommi, and this is Outposts, broadcast from the deck area overlooking the meandering Oklawaha River. I'll be your host this evening as we make a clarion call to the people of God. Stand up, church. I say, no more white noise living, no more non-response to encroaching evil. We must stand up up. The Lord is with you. You can do this, church. Really, you can. Wake up and catch his rhythm. Nehemiah 9.5 Stand up and bless the Lord your God forever and ever. Blessed be your glorious name, which is exalted above all blessing and praise. Let your true colors show. Come on, fly your colors. Wear your colors. Let the world know by your love and character to whom your allegiance lays. In Psalm 94, 14-17, the word says, For the Lord will not cast off his people, nor will he forsake his inheritance, but judgment will return to righteousness, and all the upright in heart will follow it. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Who? will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity. Unless the Lord had been my help, my soul would soon have settled in silence. Silence is golden is a shortened proverbial saying with an obscured origin. The first example of it was from the poet Thomas Carlyle, who translated the phrase from German in 1831. His translation was, more accurately, Speech is silver, but silence is golden. Maybe romantically stated, but it is not always true. There are times, like the day we live in, where silence is not golden. In fact, our silence, our lack of response, Our white noise is often taken as our being complicit with darkness, and that just will not do. In Isaiah 48, 12-13, I believe the Lord is speaking to us. Listen to me, O Jacob and Israel, my called, 
I am he, I am the first, I am also the last. Indeed, my hand that has laid the foundation of the earth, and my right hand has spread out the heavens above. When I call to them, they stand up together. How closely is your ear to the ground at the Lord's feet? Is your ear even on the ground to hear his going forth? Can you hear the sizzle of the cymbals which have been struck in his presence? Can you hear the cadence of heaven's drumbeat? Or are you sitting in a pew somewhere hoping all the world's badness will miraculously pass you by? How many of us just go home having done our due diligence of going to church and giving our tithe? Oh, of course, you must give the tithe. Keep them coming, keep them giving. We hang up our shirt in the closet, make ourselves a sandwich and sit back in our chair believing someone else will do the work. To whom do we hold an allegiance? Are we allied to the world, committed to our own comfort and money? Do we have an attitude that refuses to be inconvenienced by getting involved with what God is doing? Or are we committed to the values of God himself? Stand up, church. Get to your feet and find out where God is working. Stand up, church. Find out where the Lord is working and join him there. The word for standing up and standing was used extensively in the Old Testament. In over 1,000 times, this expression is used in one capacity or another. Many times, the entire nation of Israel was called to stand before the Lord in solemn assemblies. The phrase, stand before him, is an expression of dedication, allegiance, and service. Joseph stood before Pharaoh. David before Saul, and so on and so on. And so the believer stands before the Lord in a position of obedience, respect, and readiness to serve. When at church and the music starts, do most of us even know why we stand? Is it because someone told you to? Is it blind habit, something we do because, well, it's what we do, always do. Maybe it's that we see others stand and we don't want to be the odd one out. And if no one told you to, 
Would you stand anyway? Why would you do that? The wise take the time to carefully consider their motivations. Do you stand for righteous reasons? What are your reasons for standing or not? The whole idea of standing up has vision and choosing in it. To stand up means to confront fearlessly, oppose boldly, to take a stand for or against, to hold one's ground or principles in the face of a challenge. Stand up, church. With two eyes which connect to one brain, we see and we choose our actions. We have the choice to sit in silence and conceal the truth of God, or we choose to stand up and reveal the truth of God. God concealed, God revealed. Deus absconditus, Deus revelatus. In the action of our standing up, there comes an enabling of the underlying power of the spiritual, which is brought into the physical life to stand up from the Lord's perspective isn't in arrogance but in humility for the whole idea is to stand for something and I'm sure you've heard the saying that if we don't stand for something we'll certainly fall for anything and that is actually really true can you hear me count the cost and don't be afraid the Lord has the cost covered We have everything to gain in Christ and nothing to lose. Stand up, church. The word of the Lord in Isaiah 40, verse 8, where it says, The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God stands forever. That scripture gives us a picture that his word is not sitting in repose or idle. It is standing and will forever stand. It is active and ready. If his word stands, then we should stand also. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. Stand up, church. Get your feet underneath you and stand up. that we can be equally effective when we sit, which is quite possibly true. But standing up is a physical action. It implies a mental and spiritual action with a posture of readiness. Are you mission ready? Look at the New Testament heroes of faith. Were they idle 
Were they casual in their faith? Did they lead a life of repose because standing up and being firm about the gospel was too scary and too inconvenient? In Acts 2, Peter stood up with the eleven. He lifted up his voice and testified. It would also appear that the eleven were already standing. They were ready, feet planted, committed, determined, and focused. Acts 4.14 The healed man was standing by the others. Mm, By his standing up, he was making a declaration. He took action, testifying of God's wonder-working power and grace. In Acts 5, the apostles were seized and thrown into common prison. But then an angel came and rocked that place. Prison doors were thrown open and they were brought out. Then the angel delivered the word of the Lord to them, saying, Go, stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. Now, what do you think that means? Go stand is significant. It was a posture of readiness, a position of declaration. They arose and took action. Go stand was a command not to be at leisure, nor to be silent or complacent, but to rise up in the power of their testimony. Stand up, church. It's not enough to be on the ball field. We've got to move the ball. Now we come to Stephen. Great day in the morning, what a testimony. In Acts 6, Stephen is revealed as a man of God, full of grace, having done many signs and wonders among the people. The Pharisees secretly got some people to lie, saying Stephen had used the name of the Lord tritely with cursing, and they stirred up the people and elders against him. They grabbed him and took him to the council for judgment. There, Stephen stood up. Ha, do you see that? He stood up held his ground, and testified. He didn't tell them how he was innocent. He didn't claim how he was going to come back and get revenge on them for lying and telling bad stories about him. He stood up and testified to the goodness of God. As he was standing, all witnessed a physical change in his demeanor. Acts 6.15 says they observed him to have the face of an angel. Mm, I take it that he was radiant. Acts 7 reveals that he stood up, radiant in the power of the Holy Spirit, and preached quite a piercing sermon, so much so that they were all cut to the heart. Acts 7.55-56 But he being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said, Look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. The Lord was standing, ready. He was not sitting at rest and repose and it is significant that the Lord was standing. In anger and rage, they grabbed Stephen and stoned him. 
meaning they hit him with rocks breaking skin and bone until someone came with what is called the headstone, which was the stone used to crush the head of the stoning victim. Before he died, incredibly, he asked the Lord to not lay this sin to their charge. Stephen was no victim, I tell you that. How many of us would have simply been silent from the start, hoping that these accusations would just pass over us, being silent little sheep trembling in fear? Stephen was committed to God's values. He stood up, firm in faith, and delivered the words the Lord gave him. Continuing on, of course, there was Paul who stood firm to the end. Peter and John stood up in the power of the Holy Spirit. All the apostles stood up in the name of Jesus and are among the thousands of martyrs across history who stood firm for their faith in Christ. As they did, we must do also. Stand up, church. Stand up, church. Albert Einstein said, The world as we know it will not be destroyed by evil, but by those who watch without doing anything about it. Revelation 12:11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to death. Get to your feet and be strong. Testify of God's goodness. Be silent no longer and stand Imagine with me for a moment. Imagine in one large picture a vision of the United States. Now imagine all the churches in all the cities, towns and communities, some large, some small, some in homes, some in huge buildings. See all the people who come in and go out again. Some walking, some riding, some rich, some poor. Imagine what it would be like if the church stood up and began to seriously stand for God's values and the testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ. How different would our nation be if we, the church, stood up, spoke out, and took action, no longer being scared little sheep who feared they might not have their comfortable life or might not be liked by others if we lived our righteous character. 2 Thessalonians 2 So then, brethren, be constantly standing firm and holding fast to the teachings which were delivered to you. 
the Lord establishes us, meaning he causes his ways to stand up in us. His appointments stand up. They are made known and declared. They endure and persist. Church, stand up. Declare your colors. Whose side are you on? Stand up, church. Be determined to endure and persist. Make his values and appointments clear to the world around you. It is righteous. Friends, stand up from among the dead. We are not called to pander to the world, nor are we called to live passive lives. He asked us to stand up for righteousness, truth, honor, and honesty. He asked us to be lights to the world, and no light is ever passive in the dark. It shines where it shines in every place it can illuminate, not in brutal attacks, but in grace and love, persistent, enduring, firm, and unwavering. Daniel 2.44 And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. The Lord establishes all that his kingdom represents, and it will endure and persist forever, as will the people who occupy the kingdom with him. Standing up gives evidence to the validity of our testimony. He gives us our substance that he would establish us in the face of the world and darkness. Stand up, church. Stand up from among the dead and get to your feet. It's time to wake up from your slumber, from your passivity, from your indifference, from your laziness that says it's too much trouble to be involved with God. Let your hands be strong, those who have been hearing and standing up in these days. Our Redeemer will stand up for his people. Zechariah 8 says, So I will save you, and you shall be a blessing. Do not fear. Let your hands be strong. Amen, amen, and think about it. says in Psalms that his throne endures forever, his throne as the days of heaven, his name to all generations will stand up and persist. Psalm 104, 31, 
May the glory of the Lord stand up forever. May the Lord rejoice in His works. He has put His words in our mouth and has covered us with the shadow of His hand that He would plant heaven in us as fragrant flowers in His name. He will call us His people. He does call us His people. Mm-hmm. Well, now this has been Outposts, broadcast live from the lady banks of the Oklawaha River, where the trees lean over the river's edge and every evening is pleasant. This production has been brought to you by Living in His Name Ministries and Trinity Bakers, where there's always something good in the oven. Music was by Chris, Bill, Billy, and Mike. All music uses licensed by BMI. We've got to stand up. Stand up, church. Get to your feet and let the goodness of God loose in the world around you. Stand up, church. Rare back and let it fly. Stand up, church. Stand up in life. Stand up in your businesses and let your godly character shine. Stand up in your conference meetings and be the people the Lord has called you to be. Stand up at court in truth. Stand up at school in honesty. Stand up and live His name and values out loud. Stand up in your secret places and do the right thing because it's always the right time to do the right thing. We have got to get up from our pews, get up from our indifferent places, get up from our leisure, and, man, put that fishing pole down and let's get down to business with God. Put on your get-her-done clothes and step up. Step up. Did you get that? Step up. Take a chance with God. Step up. Step up. Stand up, church. Get to your feet and let the righteousness of God loose in the world around you. The days are upon us, my friends. Take this seriously, please, and think about it. Pray for your neighbor and drive carefully. And I'll talk to you next time. Amen and amen.